the Battle of Yorktown, 1781. The singer Bobby Brown witnesses a murder and a really long flight with no in-flight movie. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Monday, September 28th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's National Good Neighbor Day. Uh, So your neighbors outside across the street, throw on a mask, go see them, say hi, and also maybe bring them a beer because it's also National Drink Beer Day. But be careful because it's also World Rabies Day. And, you know, all the bats and animals get together on this day to give people rabies. Wait, you know what? I don't think that's actually the purpose of the day. No, the purpose of the day is uh, to remember that rabies is a thing. So there's that. There's actually another day today, Yom Kippur. All right, and I may totally be messing uh, the pronunciation of that up. So what I did was I got the host of, or at least one of the hosts of Perfectly Average Guys, Duncan Walla, to join me to educate us all a little about Yom Kippur. Am I saying that correctly? Uh, I mean, close enough. I pronounce it Yom Kippur. The thing with pronunciation in Hebrew is there is so many different types of Jews from all over the world because of the diaspora that most ways of pronouncing it will get your cross. All right, so I didn't mess up the name too bad. Tell us about the actual day of Yom Kippur. If you want to know something about Yom Kippur, just to translate it from Hebrew to English, Yom means day and Kippur means atonement. Ah. It is the holiest day in Judaism where we go on this day of atonement to ask forgiveness. Okay, so you've got the Day of Atonement. Is there anything else that people typically do? Yeah, uh, it, it, it depends. Most people take Yom Kippur as a day of fasting. For instance, Jerry Seinfeld fasts from driving cars. We take this as a Sabbath in order to not work, in order to separate ourselves from the world and to look inward. So, Duncan, what will you be fasting from today? I do not wish to eat, and I am going to a service with my mother and father, and I will be instead replacing with my food and drink the food and drink of heaven. Hey, Duncan, thank you for uh, coming on today. You taught me something. Hopefully the listeners learned something. That's Duncan Walla from Perfectly Average Guys podcast. Hey, we've got a whole podcast to do coming up here. Uh, We've got your events and birthdays for the day. We'll be right back. And welcome back to the podcast. In 1781, on this day, the final battle of the American Revolutionary War began. It's known as the Siege of Yorktown. Weeks later, British troops surrendered to George Washington. This was a battle that combined the Continental Army and the French Army. They battled against the British, of course. George Washington led the U.S. troops and a guy named Rochambeau led the French troops. This victory came at a great time because the U.S. was not doing so hot prior to this. Uh, They were running out of money. They couldn't pay the soldiers. The Brits controlled most of the South and New York. And yeah, it, it was bad times. And well, in a night attack at the Battle of Yorktown, Disney Plus star Alexander Hamilton and his troops took over two key British forts. For those of you that have seen the musical Hamilton, you know the Yorktown is a key role in the musical. It's got its own song and everything. Yeah, that song is called Yorktown, The World Turned Upside Down. The British troops, once they did end up surrendering, uh, their band started playing that song, The World Turned Upside Down. They played that as they marched and they surrendered their muskets to the Americans and the French. See, it was kind of like a musical already, I guess, wasn't it? 
I imagine there was less rapping. Total casualties, 60 French died, 194 were injured, 28 Americans died, and 107 were injured, 156 British were killed, and 326 were wounded. Seven just went missing. Who knows what happened to them? Uh, Yorktown, by the way, is a city in Virginia. It's a port city, and the British picked it because... It was a great spot. It had access to the water and to land. The problem, however, with the area of Virginia right there is malaria. You see, the Continental Army, they had been around malaria their whole life, so they sort of acquired this resistance to the disease. The French soldiers, well, they just got there, and it takes about a month to exhibit symptoms, so they were fine too. The British, however, since they had been there for a while, the malaria really kicked in, so the disease also played a factor in taking down the Brits in the Battle of Yorktown. In 1912, Corporal Frank S. Scott of the United States Army became the first enlisted man to die in an airplane crash. The crash didn't happen in a battle. It actually happened as a test flight. He was joining Lewis Rockwell, a uh, lieutenant and aviator. Lewis took the plane up. He did a test run. And on the second flight, he brought Frank Scott with him. The plane, which had already flown uh, over a thousand times, uh, didn't make the landing properly and crashed. Frank Scott died on the scene, becoming the first enlisted man to die in an airplane crash. Lewis was the second. He died at the hospital just hours later. The plane, by the way, was made of wood, wire, cloth, and glue. Let's move now to another aviation incident. This one a lot better. In 1924, two U.S. Army planes landed in Seattle. This ended a 170-day flight around the world. This was the first time that that was ever done. Uh, They, of course, made several stops along the way to refill, fix the plane, go to the bathroom, probably maybe pick up some Cheetos and a donut. I don't know, a Sprite, maybe. Uh, Anyway, uh, this wasn't the first attempt at this. The French had made an attempt. The Brits had made an attempt. But nobody was able to circumnavigate the globe until this team did it. Uh, The U.S. Army Service is where these soldiers came from. That's the predecessor to the Air Force. There was only eight people in that section of the Army back then, but they gave it a shot, and they did well. Uh, The team of four aviators were on board for the entire flight. It didn't exactly go smooth. Uh, The engines were replaced. Oil pumps failed. It was kind of like a Griswold family trip. Uh, Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, I think a grandma even died on the way? I don't know. This was amazing for the time. And as I mentioned, 175 days to do this flight. All right, let's move now to 1982. On this day in 1982, a 12-year-old from Illinois named Mary Kellerman died after taking Tylenol. A second person died later that day. Why did this happen? Well, an unknown person tampered with the Tylenol packaging and laced the capsules with cyanide. I said unknown person because this person is still unknown. This crime is not solved. It killed seven people and created several more copycat crimes. This frightened the entire nation. This case, along with the copycat crimes, led to the difficult packaging that we have all become accustomed to today. Uh, Within a year of these crimes, the FDA introduced more stringent regulations to avoid product tampering. In 1995, singer Bobby Brown escaped injury in a gun battle. Yeah, he was in a gun battle 
in Boston, right outside of a bar. He was with his sister's fiance, Stephen Seeley, and Stephen was killed in the incident. He was hit by two bullets and he died at a hospital. Uh, They did catch the shooter, and he was sentenced to 27 years in prison. In court, prosecutors said that Seeley was killed as a part of a drug war battle between gangs. Bobby Brown uh, grew up producing music. Uh, In case you don't know who he is, he was in the group New Edition. He also went on to have a successful solo career, and he was married to Whitney Houston for some time. Uh, Bobby Brown bragged about his bad boy image, and he had plenty of interactions with the law to help prove his bad boy image. The list includes DUIs, drug charges, lewd conduct, battery from domestic violence. But you know what? I'm just going to stop there because this podcast is only 15 minutes long, and we can't put all of his crimes out there. Uh, He even got, at one point, was arrested at his daughter's cheerleading game uh, for child support issues. Anyway, he's really trying for this bad boy image, I guess. And you know what? That's his prerogative. You know, but I just wish he wouldn't be cruel. I mean, don't be cruel because we just want to rock with you at every little step. Okay, for those of you that wonder what the heck I'm talking about, those are all song titles from his huge album in 1988 called Don't Be Cruel. I probably listened to that album 10,000 or so times. All right, let's move on now to 2008. I'll stop geeking out about this and start geeking out about SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX successfully launched Falcon 1, becoming the first privately owned company to send a liquid-fueled rocket into orbit. The vehicle was launched a total of five times. This was its fourth. Uh, The ship was retired and replaced by the Falcon 9 after that fifth launch. Uh, One of the great things about watching these launches is like the rock concert feel that you get at SpaceX headquarters. They have the staff just outside the control room windows going crazy like a new iPhone is launching or something. Uh, The other amazing thing, of course, about SpaceX is they reuse the rocket boosters and therefore they bring them back to Earth and land them like perfectly The math involved in this must just be crazy. It's probably like addition uh, and subtraction. And they use pi, maybe, even. I I don't know. Uh, But, you know, they reuse the rockets to save money. And also, rumor has it that they've also switched to Geico. They've saved a ton. All right, I could go on about SpaceX all day. But instead, I'm going to bring back Duncan Walla from Perfectly Average Guys podcast. Hey, Duncan, uh, you want to do a little SpaceX trivia? Oh, yeah. Hi. I'm a big fan of Elon. All right, perfect. That's going to help you out in this trivia competition here. Uh, It's a competition now, I guess, right? Uh, Because, you know, it's trivia and it's more fun if I say it's a competition. All right, let's start with the name. I mentioned the Falcon. Do you have any idea where that name comes from? The name Falcon? I would assume from the bird called a falcon, but I have no clue. No, it actually came from the Millennium Falcon on Star Wars. I love Elon all the more. Exactly, right? Okay, all right, let's talk about this now. So, you know, they've got all these rockets that are going up. Uh, what what planet do they want to get to with these rockets eventually? I would presume Mars, as Elon will be the president of Mars. Yeah, he might just actually become the president of Mars. That wouldn't be so bad. I'd vote, I'd vote for Elon to be president. 
president of Mars. Yeah, well, anybody's better than Kanye, I guess. All right, let's look at this last question here. Uh, they sent a couple of astronauts to the space station, becoming the first commercial company to do so. I'm not going to ask you for the last names. I'm just going to ask you for the first names. What were the first names of those astronauts? I, I could I could not tell you. Oh, man, it's Bob and Doug. Duncan, you, you did okay on the trivia here. I would say that you actually did average, uh, which actually works because your podcast is named Perfectly Average Guys. Why don't you tell us a little about that podcast? Well, the Perfectly Average Guys podcast is the mediocre friendship of two Midwestern man friends talking about just about whatever comes to mind. The Perfectly Average Guys podcast is trying to keep it lighthearted and, well, natural. It is just the same sort of conversation Jackson and I would have off air, but on air. Well, I'd say the podcast, to, to be honest, is, is actually a little above average. Just a little, but, you oh, know. Oh, uh, <laughs> you, you, I'm blushing. <laughs> I am blushing. All right. Uh, turning now to 2012, a novel coronavirus alert is lifted by the World Health Organization after they determined that the virus, which originated in Saudi Arabia, was not highly contagious. Why can we not get this news this year. Uh, that was in 2012. Uh, well, you know what's going on this year. All right. Last year, let's take a look at uh, what was going on in the West Coast. Oh, my God. There was snow. They're in six states. There was three feet of snow that landed in Montana. And this was just a week after summer ended. The odd weather also hit California. A tornado was seen near Sacramento, which is very odd for California. Uh, last year, while it was snowing in Montana, there was record heat in the south. And by the way, I'm recording this podcast in 100 degree heat. So we're still seeing that weird weather. All right, let's take a look at birthdays. Bridget Bardot was born in 1934. The guy that sang Stand By Me, Benny King, yeah, he was born in 1938. He died in 2015. Janine Garofalo turns 56. Mira Sorvino is 53. Naomi Watts is 52. Gwyneth Paltrow is 48. Young Jeezy is now middle-aged Jeezy. He's 43. And Hilary Duff is 33. That's your look at September 28th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And I want to give a special thanks to Duncan Walla for joining me today from the Perfectly Average Guys podcast. Be sure to check that out as well. If you have suggestions or feedback or anything else, go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make those suggestions. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, we've got some exciting news for the podcast. You can now use Alexa to listen to our podcast. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry if I just set off your uh, device. But you know what? You can hear me on Alexa every day. Dang it, I did it again. I'm sorry. But the bottom line is I can be part of your flash briefing. So go and add our Alexa skill called Learn About Today to your flash briefing and listen to our podcast every morning automatically on your you know device there that I won't say the name of.